بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اور بلبد رسول صلى الله عليه واله وسلم حسد grave is the very first stage from the stages of the hereafter when a person departs from this world he is laid in the grave so from the stages of the here after this is the first stage the grave after the grave is the second stage the field of mahshar on the day of qiyamah people will be resurrected and they will all be gathered together in the field of mahshar then the third stage is standing in the court of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and answering certain questions la tazulu qadama abdin yawm alqiyamati hatta yusala an khams rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that a servant's feet will not be able to move from their places until he is asked five questions an umurihi fi ma afnahu regarding his life where did he spend it wa an shababihi fi ma ablahu regarding his youth where did he utilize it wa an malihi min ayna iktasabahu regarding his wealth from where did he earn it wa fima anfaqahu and regarding his wealth where he had spent it and fifthly wa amma amila fima alima and how much did he practice upon the ilm and the knowledge that he had gained so first stage is the grave second stage is the field of mahshar third stage is reckoning standing in the court of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being asked these five questions the fourth stage is the sirat the crossing of the sirat the bridge of sirat and thereafter the fifth stage either jannat or jahannam for some that will be the final stage if in jannat alhamdulillah if in jahannam he may remain in jahannam forever and ever if he had left this world without iman and for some jahannam will be the fifth stage 
if he had left this world with Iman, he will be punished, he will be retributed for his wrongdoings in the fire of Jahannam, and eventually the sixth stage for him will be Jannah. He will be granted entry into Jannah forever and ever. So Rasulullah said that grave is the very first stage from the stages of the hereafter. Usman Ghani radiallahu ta'ala anhu whenever he would stop by a grave he would weep. He would weep so much that his beard would become wet with tears. So somebody asked him as to why he did not cry over the mention of Jannah and Jahannam as much as he cries over the side of a grave. So upon this question, Usman Ghani radiallahu anhu mentioned this hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam that he had heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam say grave is the very first stage from the stages of the hereafter. Now on the day of Qiyamah, in the field of Mahashar, at the time of reckoning, on the Pulserat, in the fire of Jahannam, there will be so many other people with us. When it comes to the stage of the grave, we will find ourselves alone in the darkness of the grave. And only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows for how long. And our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِنَّمَا الْقَبْرُ رَوْذَةٌ مِّنْ رِيَادِ الْجَنَّةِ Qabr is a garden from the gardens of paradise, أو حُفْرَةٌ مِّنْ حُفَرِ النَّارِ or a pit from the pits of the fire of Jahannam. May Allah forbid, may Allah grant us refuge. If the grave was to become a pit from the pits of the fire of Jahannam, Imagine spending many, many years, dozens of years, hundreds of years, maybe thousands of years. Only Allah knows when Qiyamah will come. In that pit from the pits of Jahannam alone, with snakes and scorpions all around, with the blazing fire of Jahannam. So Usman Ghani radiallahu anhu used to weep very much because he had heard the Prophet sallallahu say, grave is the very first stage from the stages of the hereafter. If one is delivered from the horrors of this stage, all the following stages become easier for him. And if there is no deliverance for a person here, the subsequent, the subsequent stages can only be harsher. If we study the verse of Surah Yasin, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَنُفِخَ فِي السُّورِ فَإِذَا هُمْ مِنَ الْأَجْدَاسِ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَنْسِلُونَ The trumpet will be blown a second time. When the trumpet will be blown the first time, everybody will perish. وَنُفِخَ فِي السُّورِ فَسَعِيكَ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا مَنْ شَاءَ اللَّهِ When the trumpet will be blown for the first time by Israfil 
alayhi salatu wassalam, the qiyamah will take place, the sa'ah will take place, and everybody will die. Summa nufiqa fihi ukhra, and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows for how long people will remain in that condition, and after a long time, summa nufiqa fihi ukhra, the trumpet will be blown a second time. فَإِذَاهُمْ يَنْذُرُونَ And suddenly, as soon as the trumpet is blown, everybody will be resurrected and everybody will be looking at each other. And that day will be so frightening that as a result of the horrors of that day, you will see people as if they are drunk. They will not be in their senses. وَتَرَنَّاسَ sukara. If you were to look at the people, if you had the sense, and if you were to look at the people, you will feel that they are all drunk. They are not in their senses. But the reality is that they will not be drunk. So why will they look like that? The, the truth of the matter is that the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be very severe. So when they will see the horrors of the day of Qiyamah, when they will begin to realize that now we have come to the real world, and now we will have to stand in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will be questioned for our doings, and we will be retributed for whatever good or bad we have done in the world, they will lose their senses. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam said, Yuhsharun nasu, people will be resurrected from their graves. Hufatan, uratan, ghurlan. People will be resurrected on the day of Qiyamah and their state will be that they will be barefooted, they will not be wearing any footwear because they will be resurrected from the grave. And they will be naked. Hufatan uratan. They will be naked. So Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said that men, women looking at each other, male, female, looking at each other. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya Aisha tu, al-amru ashaddu min ayyuhimmahum dhalik. The situation will be so severe The situation will be so severe that they will not be in their senses and they will not realize that men and women are working together and they are all naked. They will not even realize that. So, They will come out of their graves and they will start to walk towards their rub. And after witnessing the horrors of the day of Qiyamah, they will say, Ya Wailana, may we perish. Why did we have to see this day? Ya Wailana, may we perish. Mamba'asana mimmar qadina. Who has resurrected us from our marqad, from our resting place? Mamba'asana mimmar qadina. 
So the angels will say, Hada Mawada Rahman. This is that stage which Rahman Ta'ala had promised through his messengers. Wasadak al Mursalun and the messengers, the Rusul alayhi salatu was salam, when they mention to you the details of this day and its horrors, they spoke the truth because it was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now you too will have no doubt. And they will say, Walautara idil mujrimun in Only if you were to, able to see the mujrimin, the culprits, when they will be standing in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with their heads lowered in shame. And they will say, Rabbana absarna wa sami'na. O our Rabb, we have seen everything with our own eyes. And we have heard everything with our own ears. Now we believe in everything. Farji'na. Farji'na. Grant us respite and return us into the world once more. Namal salihan. We make a promise to you that we will only do good. Inna muqlinun. Now we firmly believe in the life hereafter. So after resurrection, this particular group will say, Ya wailana mamba'asana mimmar qadina. After seeing the horrors of the day of Qiyamah. Now certainly, these people are not those who are obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the obedient people will be under the shade of the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will have nothing to worry about. These servants are the, the ones who disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who rejected Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who rejected the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who rejected the Ambiya alihi musalatu wasalam sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The rejectors. They will say, Ya wailana mamba'asana mimmar qadina. So the rejectors, the sinners, the rejectors, the sinners, from the time they had passed away until the time they will be resurrected, will they be in any kind of comfort in the grave? Will they be in a garden from the gardens of paradise or will they be in a pit from the pits of Jahannam? They will be in a pit from the pits of Jahannam. Despite that, upon resurrection they will say, Ya Vailana, after witnessing so much punishment in the grave, upon seeing the horrors of the day of Qiyamah, the horrors of the grave will seem very insignificant to them. Hence they will say, Ya Vailana, may we perish if only we were able to avoid this day of Qiyamah, this, this life hereafter. Mamba'athana, who has resurrected us? Mimmar Qadina, from our resting place. From our resting place. After witnessing the punishment of the day of Qiyamah, the punishment in the grave will seem 
so insignificant that they will define the, the grave which was full of punishment as a resting place. Mimmar Qadina. So if this is the difference between the punishment of the grave and the horrors of the day of Qiyamah, imagine the difference between the horrors of the day of Qiyamah and the horrors of the fire of Jahannam. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that if there is no deliverance for a person in the, in, in the grave, then the subsequent, subsequent stages can only be harsher. It is for this reason Usman radiallahu anhu used to weep very much. He used to weep very much. The grave calls out on a daily basis. Anabaytul washa. I am the house of loneliness. Anabaytul dood. I am the house of worms. Anabaytul dhulma. I am the house of darkness. What we need to do my friends is to number one, continually seek the refuge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the punishment of the grave. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adabil qabr. Continuously, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adabil qabr. And Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min fitnatil qabr. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adabil qabr wa a'udhu bika min fitnatil qabr. Oh Allah, I seek your refuge from the punishment of the grave and I seek your refuge from the trial of the grave. Because even in the grave, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test us. He will send munkar nakir and they will say, Mar rabbuka, who is your rabb? Ma dinuka, what is your religion? And he will be made to see Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he will be asked, Ma taqulu fi hadar rajul? What do you say regarding this person? Do you know him? This test. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us refuge from the punishment of the grave and also the trials of the grave. So this is the first thing we need to do. And secondly, secondly, we need to make preparation for this time, for this stage. Because when we depart from this world, when the soul departs, this body will be laid to rest in the grave. And not after one day or one week, as soon as possible. Even the one who loves you the most will try his utmost to, to bury you as soon as possible. The one who loves you the most. The one who will be grieved the most as soon as possible. It is human nature as well and it is the command of Sharia also. And nobody will come with us. And if we will depart from this world with good amal, with good deeds, then when the people will carry us towards the grave, after the Salatul Janaza, in excitement we will be saying, Qaddimuni, Qaddimuni, take me quickly, take me quickly. And if we depart from this world with evil deeds. We will be complaining and we will, where are you taking me? Why are you taking me? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that this person who will be crying out and saying Ela aina where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? If 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed the veil that lies between we the humans and this person in the janaza who is screaming and crying out if Allah was to remove the veil and if we were to hear if, if the humans were to hear how he is wailing and crying and screaming then whoever was to hear him would become unconscious that is a frightening his plea will be. So what must he be witnessing when he is being taken towards the grave, imagine. So what we need to do is, number one, to make sure that we continually ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adabil qabr. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hadrat Aisha radiyallahu anha relates an incident and at the end of that hadith, Aisha radiyallahu anha says that after that, I used to hear Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after performing every salah say Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min adhabil qabr Oh Allah grant me refuge from the punishment of the grave Oh Allah grant me refuge from the punishment of the qabr And with that we need to make preparations Stay away from everything that displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and carry out everything that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because when we carry out something that displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that brings destruction in this world. Destruction at the time of death and destruction in the grave also. And once we witness destruction in the grave, then definitely we will witness destruction on the day of Qiyamah, at the time of reckoning and on the Pulsira. So we have to make sure that when we depart from this world, we depart in a nice manner and we see pleasure in the grave. Because once we witness pleasure in the grave, Inshallah, we will witness pleasure on the day of Qiyamah. We will witness pleasure at the time of reckoning. And we will witness pleasure on the pul sirat. And we will be granted entry into Jannah without having to go in the fire of Jahannam. So number one, we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, we continually remain on our toes. We continually monitor our nafs. We continually remain alert as regards to the whispers of the nafs. And we make sure that we do only that is good and we abstain from everything that is evil. And in order to be able to do that, there are certain things we need to do. Number one, we need to stay in good company, stay away from wrong company. We need to stay in good environment, stay away from wrong environment. We need to frequent the majalis of the mashaykh, the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we also need to visit the graveyard and contemplate on this scenario that one day I will be brought in the grave and I will be put in this grave. And we also need to continually think about death. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina adab al-nar ربنا اغفر لنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك حسن الختام والأفوع ما سلف وكان اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من عذاب القبر ونعوذ بك من فتنة القبر اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم 
ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذ منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وانت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم رب اغفر وارحم وانت خير الراحمين سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين واخر دعوانا ان الحمد لله رب العالمين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين